0: Hello, hello. Welcome back. Welcome back to Mixtape and Identity. So happy to be back on the airwaves. This is episode 24, the 24th case of Mixtape and Identity. My guest this week is an actor, a musician, a comedian, a producer, a writer, jack of all trades, master of all of them. I got to know them as the bassist from School of Rock. It is, of course, the one and only Rivka Reyes. quick breakdown of how the show works if this is your first time listening I've given Rivkiv 15 song categories to make a playlist and they have chosen 15 songs that meet those categories and that's put together a little playlist I've listened to the playlist and then the podcast here is just talking through those choices so we release those those playlists on a Monday and the podcast come out on the Thursday so you can listen to that playlist already you can listen to it ahead of time or if there's any songs that you're hearing here that are new to you that's the best place to go and find them so give us a follow on Instagram at Mixtape and Identity, that's where I do most of the updating, we're also on Twitter at Mixtape and ID and you can find the link tree there and all the playlists and all the podcasts that we've done so far I'll be back again at the end of the show but for now we'll get into episode 24 of Mixtape and Identity with Rivka Reyes how often do you actually listen to music at the moment
1: it's all day it's like pretty much all day every day like when I'm walking somewhere when I'm working out when I'm just at home doing the dishes like first thing I do in the morning is I put on some kind of ambient music to like journal and like stretch and do my little morning routine Um, so it is pretty much all day and then I do sleep with um, not music, but like a meditation, like sleep track on that has music in it. So literally it's all day.
0: (laughs) Makes sense. And are you going for playlists or or albums or what sort of stuff you listen to?
1: I'm a playlist person for sure. I'm a big Spotify person. Um, I like to make playlists kind of like one of my love languages um depending on the season or the mood or like astrologically what's happening or where I'm at in Mm -hmm. my life um when I'm just kind of doing my morning routine I have like a lot of ambient music that has no words in it Um, or like if it has words they're very like spiritual like you know maybe in another language or you know something um, when I'm getting work done, I have this, um, I have a couple playlists that I like to rotate between one is called serenity now. Um, and it's a bunch of like, yeah, again, like spiritual songs, mostly gospel and soul. Um, mm-hmm. I have one called liberated lover. Um, and those are like nineties R and B, like baby making songs. Uh, and that nice. one sometimes I just put on while I clean. Um, yeah, yeah I'm really a playlist person for sure.
0: Perfect. And are you trying to find new stuff or do you go back to old familiar songs?
1: Yeah, I always try to find new stuff. And I love Spotify for that because they have like a discover weekly um, that is like tailored to your algorithm. So it's like based on what you listen to. And they always show me new stuff. And some of my favorite songs I've found through that um, or just like by clicking on like, you know, song I like radio and like then it shows me things that are like similar but different um in tone or in genre or whatever that kind of are similar to the song that i've i've you know picked and that's yeah then those songs end up making it onto my playlists
0: (laughs) yeah half it is um and i tend to ask about live music so what's the what's like the best live show that you've seen
1: hmm fk twigs okay uh, it was before the pandemic. It was in 2019 in Chicago, and she did a live show at the Aragon in Chicago, and it was a spiritual experience. Like, I mean, she, she's really a talented dancer and mm-hmm. singer and performer all around, and her stuff is like really weird. And I knew she was going to give us a great show, and she definitely um, succeeded my or exceeded my expectations.
0: Sure. Okay. Oh yeah. And what was the what was the la- uh, the first music that you bought or owned?
1: Ooh, um, I think my first ever like purchase with my own money was a CD of Crazy Sexy Cool by TLC.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah. Excellent.
1: And I liked, um, I think also Avril Lavigne's first album and it was like around the time I was uh, shooting School of Rock that we were all like studying music, like Mm. our characters were. So I was getting into the like kind of emo phase and okay. Avril Lavigne was like all of the girls were like obsessed with Avril Lavigne, nice. okay. um, and then I already I always I had like a you know R and B kind of childhood, so right, I sure. was very deeply invested in TLC from a young age.
0: Excellent, excellent. Alrighty, um, so look, we'll we'll jump into the list then. So the the first song on the playlist is a song that you fell in love with straight away. So you've gone for Helen Back by Backer.
1: Yeah um yeah the first time i heard this song i I think it was like on a playlist or maybe it was on a tv show i don't even remember really what or when it was Uh but it just stuck with me instantly it's like you know and and it was one of those times where i like didn't look at the name of it or save it or hard it on spotify and Uh i like it had come up in like a couple of different like tv shows or like maybe I was playing at a cafe and i was like oh my god and i keep on forgetting to like shazam it or, or like figure out what it was right. and i i often do this um but i like posted on instagram a video of me and my story going hey like i love this song and i don't know a single lyric to it and i really <laughs> don't know how it goes i just remember it's like a, a, a british artist who's black and you know it's kind of like like and I, I like made this stupid yeah. video I'm like and there's some whistling and then at one point he says like you're my everything and like my sister immediately was like oh my god it's this song <laughs> and now it's like it's always like one of my like instant serotonin songs for sure
0: right okay yeah yeah I have to say that that's that's one of the most appealing things about having like a big following would be for me it's just having that there where you can say like I have this thought in my head like what is this thought
1: yeah I think group conscience and like hive yeah. mind is so powerful I've yeah. I literally did it last week too with the song I saw that yeah love somebody by Saint Lucia uh-huh. um I I and that one was tougher because I was like there are a lot of songs that sound like this when I like watched the video back I was like oh my god it was me just not Dun, 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 dun. And then I was like, it's not in sync. It's not in sync.
0: <laughs> that was my first thought when I, when I saw you sing it, actually. Um, I was trying to clarify. Excellent. Uh, all right, song two, then a song that took you a while. So you've gone for Watermelon Sugar by Harry Styles.
1: Yeah, I think Harry Styles in general, I was like, like One Direction. Like I'm not, mm. you know, super, I think I was a little too old when they come out to be like super invested in them. Right. Um. And I thought they were kind of cheesy and chewy. Um. Yeah. And then when Harry started doing his solo stuff, I was like, oh, God, like, really? Yeah. Um. But then the first time I heard Watermelon Sugar, I was like, huh, who's mm. this? And then I found out it was Harry Styles. I was like, ugh. And then I listened to it a couple more times. <laughs> and, you know, I'm a big TikToker, like, and... It was the song was appearing in many TikToks on my my algorithm, and I was just like, yeah. "Oh, god damn it!" Now I really like this song, and now <laughs> I'm like, "This is a fucking bop
0: Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, Harry Styles is one of those artists that came. It it took me a while to come around to as well, and I was thinking about this because I think it I think it's something to do with like my age and when I got into music. When I started to listen to pop music was around when like Pop Idol and X Factor was really taken off. So, yeah. like, a lot of the pop music that was out there was really manufactured, and I just didn't connect with that at all. And One Direction is one of those bands; like they came from X Factor, so like I like it doesn't feel this is like it's a really sort of wanky like artist thing to say, but like it doesn't feel organic, it doesn't feel real, so I didn't connect with it at all. And then, uh, yeah, a few of Harry Styles' uh, songs when he started doing his solo stuff. Um, I've talked about this in the show before, but he, he did a show. Um, or a song at the EMAs, I think. It was um, uh, is it falling or falling again? Is this song.
1: Yeah.
0: And he had the whole like he had a piano and a keyboard player behind him, and they had water that was just cascading off their instruments, and his stage was like filling up as he was performing, and he was wearing like this lacy number, and it was <laughs> just it was yeah um. And, like, I, I just, I turned to my wife afterwards. I was like, I loved everything about that. And I don't have any yeah. reason to connect with Harry Styles. But, like, it was just great.
1: Yeah, he's becoming a real, like, I mean, he's always been a star. Like, I remember seeing One Direction on, you know, YouTube and being like, oh, they're cute. Like, yeah. you know, but seeing Harry and just knowing how hard he was, like, working and really selling that, like, I'm going to, y- y'all are going to know me as the Beyonce of this group. Like, right. <laughs> He really did have that, you know, star energy. And now he's just like this, like man, like sexual, Mm -hmm. like being like back then it was like, oh, that's like the boy that the girls have the crushes on. And I'm like, I don't get it because, well, I'm gay. So it's like, that's part of it. (laughs) But like, also like. I was just like yeah, yeah okay I see it but now I'm just like actually yeah like he's pretty hot and like mm-hmm. I get it and he's very musically talented like he's got yeah. great stage presence all the Coachella videos I'm like wow he's yeah yeah stunning.
0: yeah, so. yeah. So it's pretty special when like when you break away from One Direction you get like an immediate endorsement from Stevie Nicks yeah, yeah think that yeah
1: good for them yeah I actually, uh, I also got an endorsement from Stevie Nicks. She came to see the opening night of um, the School of Rock musical on Broadway. And I talked to her for a second and she was just like, you're my favorite character from the movie, which was like maybe the coolest thing that's ever happened to me. My mom's like trying to get pictures of us. I'm like, mom, just let me have this moment with Stevie, (laughs) please.
0: (laughs) No paparazzi, please. That's very cool. That's Yeah, it was
1: very cool. I nearly passed out. I was like, this is the coolest thing that's ever happened to me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Absolutely. Alrighty, uh, song three Then a song from your introduction to music So you've gone for Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen
1: Yes, I know, basic But my um, dad Is an avid classic rock fan arena rock and queen, um, was one of the first like bands with a capital B that he introduced me to besides the Beatles and the mm. Beatles are like chill. I'm like, yes, this is a digestible, um, band and digestible music. And, right. you know, I will go on record as saying, I don't think the Beatles are the greatest band of all time. Uh, <laughs> sure. I'll take uh, yeah, like there are, there are a lot of people that would be like oh, clutch pearls. It's like, yes, maybe the most like influential band or like the most like, you know, trailblazing, band mm-hmm. or the that most successful band of all time but I think that Queen is probably you know if you're asking me like what the greatest band of all time was I would probably say Queen mm-hmm. um, just because of that's my opinion and <laughs> um, their music is so it borders on musical theater so much which scratches mm-hmm. an itch for me and I was already very, pretty invested in musicals and um, things like that when I was a kid so when I heard Bohemian Rhapsody for the first time, I was just like, this is epic. Wait, is this all still the same song? Oh my gosh. Mm. Like, how is this still the same song? It's not like a through line of first chorus, verse, chorus. And it has like 10 different parts. And there's this like choral aspect. And there's this like, you know, slow, like power ballad at the beginning into this like musical theater campy thing into this Mm. like, and like that and then back to that slow ballad. I was like, this is epic. This is like a musical epic.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I just
1: think the storytelling is so good and vivid.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> when when you first started connecting with this song, was that was that musical theater already something that you were getting into or
1: Yeah, I mean, like, not into it, like, performing it, but, um, you know, my favorite movies when I was a kid were, like, Sound of Music and Grease, and then, like, Disney musicals, like Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin, Mm. and Little Mermaid, so, but mostly Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin, Um, and I just was like, oh, I didn't realize that just, like, music without, like, the visual media can be this epic too yeah yeah, like this is a whole like this is a whole book in one song or like this is a whole play or whole movie in one song and I thought that was really really cool
0: yeah there's a there's a lot of songs that connect with me like that but I I think it's the it was the thought I had when I first heard it of I didn't know you were allowed to do this
1: yeah exactly music yeah and I think I had already started playing like guitar at that point like I was I was a classical guitarist from when I was four Mm-hmm. um and you know that wasn't really you know narrative or anything like that I mean I guess all music is narrative it all has a be- beginning middle and end but still the classical thing I was just like okay so this is what I do and then this is what other people do and mm-hmm. when Queen and Bohemian Rhapsody came into you know my understanding my dad showed it to me um I was just like this is <laughs> foreign this is like completely new to me but also it yeah. makes so much sense
0: yeah yeah absolutely yeah it
1: kind of reminded me of like um in west side story how they have the song where it's uh right before the rumble Uh um and it's like the jets are gonna have their day tonight (laughs) like queen's Bohemian rhapsody is kind of like that kind of song where it's like the act one closer like (laughs) in a musical it would have been like Yeah, yeah yeah And I just thought it was so epic. And I was also like in love with Freddie Mercury's voice. And so I like, you know, tell my mm. dad, I wanted to marry Freddie Mercury. He was like, you can't, he died. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so.
0: Alrighty, uh, we'll move on then. So song four is a song that makes you happy. So you've gone for Get Happy, Happy Days Are Here Again by Judy Garland and Barbara Streisand.
1: Have you seen this performance?
0: I have not actually, no.
1: It's iconic. Um, so Judy Garland had a TV show and Barbara Streisand was a guest on it. Okay. And they perform this number. It's a combination of Barbara's song, Happy Days Are Here Again, and Judy's yes. song, Get Happy, which yeah. Get Happy is like that classic, come on, get, on, get, on, get happy. And yeah. then Barbara's song is more slow, like, happy days are here again, like, <laughs> you know, ballad. Um, yeah. But the mashup of it is just so beautiful. And, yeah. you know, it makes me happy because I I love them both dearly. Right. Um, I say that like, they're my friends, like, I no, but they are, uh, to me, you know, Judy Garland was iconic. You know, when I was a kid, I was obsessed with the wizard of Oz and, mm. um, you know, Barbara, I just loved in general, her voice. Like we had an mm-hmm. album of her singing musical theater standards and, you know, <laughs> I just really loved her. And, um, again, back to West Side Story, her cover of something, uh, something's coming is, uh, one of my favorite, musical theater like covers um but this video I think specifically it's like more of the visual medium of just seeing like Barbara and Judy like Barbara's super young in her career Judy's like dying pretty much like she's like you know uh, because of all the drugs she was doing and you could see she's just like holding on to Barbara and like try to suck the youth out of her but it's like a simultaneous like competition but admiration for each other right. and they just you could tell they like really respect each other and yeah and then the song in general is just like so moving to hear their voices together because they both have very distinct voices and it's just yeah. another one that's like instant serotonin for me
0: yeah yeah absolutely so I haven't seen the performance but I obviously did listen to uh the songs that you sent me several times before doing this so I hadn't I hadn't heard this before and when I read it it was like those are two very different songs (laughs) um so listening to it I was like it's one of those songs that felt to me like it shouldn't work but it really really did
1: yeah I uh I used to do a performance like I I had like a one-woman show um Mm -hmm. and in the show I would do this number and I would do both of this the impressions so i would like oh, wow. start the okay. song out as judy and then switch yeah. to barbara and then switch back and forth throughout wow. um and it was like one of my favorite things to do i think it's like yeah. one of my most impressive uh skills <laughs>
0: <laughs> excellent all righty uh, song five then is a the song it makes you sad so you've gone for night shift by lucy dickens
1: yeah, it's like a classic sad girl breakup song. Hmm. Um the lyric that really, really makes me sad is like you don't deserve what you don't respect. Mm-hmm. Like, oh god, I have to like sing the whole verse to get to the lyric. Hold on, don't hold your breath. Never saw me at forget you ever saw me at my best. <laughs>
0: what you uh, don't deserve what you don't respect respect. what you say you love and then neglect
1: yes yes that that like that kills me and then like in five years I hope the songs feel like covers dedicated to new lovers it's like I'm a bit of a like a romantic and and I definitely am like I don't know breakups are like a killer for me like when I'm going through one it's just like I feel like I'm going through like a drug withdrawal to be honest and right and this song has gotten me through many breakups but you know it's definitely one that I uh listen to when I need a good cry
0: yeah yeah and then
1: I scream sing it in the shower and cry <laughs>
0: <laughs> that'll do it um this is a song actually was on a one of the first playlist that I did when I started doing this show and I hadn't heard it before and I talk a lot about this on the show like my me my connection with music for a long time has been like I've been stuck in the same sort of rut of listening to the same songs over and over again like I was just listening to my most played 2017 playlist for like the subsequent three years right yeah Um, so this was the first song in a long long time that I have had like a almost visceral emotional response to was this uh, somebody
1: else's song that makes them sad
0: it was yeah so um,
1: wow
0: yeah so uh comedian Frankie McNair um who's uh, in Melbourne so they 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 picked that song and uh yeah similar sort of thing like you know she went through a breakup and just sat in it and um you know similar kind of reason for it yeah I, I will say this
1: song got me through the breakup like for sure it's like you know that thing of like yeah, yeah like I, I mean but I I the all of this the whole song It's like I've been there I've like been in a place where it's like meeting up with an ex and you mm. know uh uh but then being like what are we even going to say to each other like that yeah. feeling of you know uncertainty and also like am I gonna like still like have feelings for you when we see each other and then it's like well eventually down the road I won't and and we'll be like strangers to each other I'll take the night shift so that I don't have to see you ever again like uh, it's just like now I'm getting emotional (laughs) thinking about it it's just such a uh, it's like a visceral yeah it is a really visceral song and you know when Lucy at the end you know she sings that that kind of outro chorus whatever it is like Mm -hmm. the the night shift part and you're like and then you get that like primal almost like uh, yeah that like that kills me too and it's also very cathartic to scream that song in the shower absolutely
0: yeah yeah so that, that the night shift bit was the bit that really got me because um it wasn't a breakup, but I recently like uh ended up not being friends with friends. And uh, uh Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um But that that idea of the the night shift, you've got a nine to five, so I'll take the night shift was the bit that really resonated with me because it's that idea of like someone occupying a space in your head when you're determined for them not to, but also like adjusting your life to not see them again when they get to carry on as normal like because i've worked a night shift shift, and i hated it so the idea of someone just being able to get on with their life and you're like right i'm not going to go to certain bars i'm not going to go to certain restaurants i'm going to get anxious when i go to certain places in case i run into this person that feeling was the thing that really um touched a nerve with me and then to have that in addition to her singing up that line you said about the in five years the songs will feel like covers and it won't feel as raw anymore and it won't feel the same and it'll yeah it'll just feel like a song that was instantly comforting so like i think that was like the connection yeah. there's two things well, lucy just like,
1: on her instagram when it had been five years since the event that inspired the song night shift she posted about it on her insta she was like as of today, it's been five years, and the songs do feel like covers. And no way. I hope that you know they feel that way for you too, like or something like that. Wow. And I was just like Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow. Okay. I love that Lucy gets it. <laughs> Alrighty. Song six and a song to relax too So you've gone for Bridge Over Troubled Water by Aretha Franklin.
1: Yes, specifically the Aretha Franklin version, and like did i say virgin i did um version uh Mm -hmm. and i really love any version of this song like including the one that like my high school sang at graduation but like (laughs) this specific one it just i like to lay on the floor and i suggest everybody does the same um you know take what you like and leave the rest from this but lay on the floor or lay in your bed and just like don't look at your phone just turn on this song blast it and just like let the like let it carry you it's like mm. ease and just like peace and you know I, I just like the I like the gospelification of that song because it yeah. does have such a strong like spiritual message
0: right yeah absolutely yeah I've, I've used this, this expression a lot but it's it's a song that really washes over you yeah. Yeah. Much anyway. like water. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. This the, the, one, one of the things that stood out to me about this is like it, this Aretha Frankel must sit in a weird part of my brain because the fact that she covered a Simon Garfunkel song really just messed with my head. Like, I just, she has she a lot single. of songs
1: like that. Like, she, she covered Crosby Stills Nash and Young. She covered, but I just mean
0: from a time perspective. I thought she was a lot earlier than Simon Garfunkel, and like, yeah. and, and uh, Elvis Presley covered the song as well. And I was like, how was he about then? Like, it's just just me and my lack of music knowledge. But um, but yeah, I like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um But yeah, it's 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 a one of those songs, and and similar to um, Annie Lennox, which we'll come on to. But it's one of those songs that sounds like it's a it's it, it does exactly what I want with a cover, which is it just makes it completely her own song. And it sounds like it could have been, like, just a song that she's written.
1: Yeah, that's the best kind of cover to me. Yeah,
0: yeah, um, yeah, because it it brings in certain notes of the original before it gets to like her actually singing it as well. It's just, yeah, it's it's
1: yeah, really beautiful. And- when I was in high school, so every year they would sing Bridge Over Troubled Water, kind of like just like a choir version of it for the right. uh, graduation. And they would always okay. pick somebody from the senior class to do like a couple solos. So like they would pick, you know, usually it's like two girls and a guy or er, yeah. reverse two gra- guys and a girl to do like the little solos and like sing a verse. And then everybody comes in for the right. bridge. Um, and my senior year, I got to do the the verse that's like Sail out silver girl, sail out by. And like I went with this Aretha version for inspiration. I remember right. like listening to a bunch of different because I'm a nerd. I like listen to a bunch of different versions of the song. And I was like, how am I gonna like build this like verse to make it like the best one Lincoln Park High School has ever seen? Yeah. And <laughs> I I did the Aretha Franklin version, and then I went back like a couple years later, because my brother now goes to that high school and uh, the choir teacher there was like people have been just like using your version I'm like it's Aretha it's not me <laughs> like but literally right. like everybody has taken on the salon silver girl like that you know yeah, and, yeah. and I just think that's so funny that I like set a trend that Aretha was you know I take no credit for it it's all Aretha yeah, yeah. Franklin and and God <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: God is ultimately the muse
0: right yeah it's nice to pass that along though yeah all right song seven then a song from your preteen years so you've gone for no more baby I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do right
1: yes I I have I have have you had you heard this one before
0: I never heard of them (laughs) never
1: well two of the members became the cheetah girls along with Raven Simone and um Adrian Bailon like who has the second verse in the song is amazing but i i just a little i will never forget the first time i heard this song hearing yeah. somebody with a speech impediment like starting the song it's <laughs> like the first verse you get that i'm getting a little tired i get broken promise, it promise it and she's got like yeah. a pretty heavy list and then yeah. like just the build up to the bridge like the i just want to know what happened yeah. to Allah. we used to be just friends where did it come up? And then you get that rap, and it's like, oh my god, this song has everything that you could want in a like hip-hop pop song, like from yeah. that age. And I remember the video very specifically. I remember yeah. like being like infatuated with Adrian and like just the rap like, yo, you promised me a Kate's Spade but that was <laughs> last year. Boy in the eighth grade, which is like that tells you that they were 14 when they wrote this song. <laughs> it's just like bizarre, but yeah, yeah. I'm obsessed with the like that era of like you know music which is like for me I was very invested in like
0: right. Jojo
1: in um like 3LW Destiny's Child girl groups and like girl yeah. singers and pink like you know singers yeah. that just had like angst um right. or or just like grit and kind of just yeah. like swag uh, <laughs> I sound so stupid saying that but like that's <laughs> that is what I was into at that time right. yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah. I, I hadn't I hadn't heard of the um of the group and I, I put it out in my discord and someone told me that there were like some of them went on to be Cheetah Girls um <laughs> and even then I was like oh, rings a bell but I can't remember and then I, I like I knew Raven and it sort of connected with me then um but yeah like it's even though I didn't know them I felt like I knew this song it's what it's very of its time it's got the like the acoustic guitar it's got like the sort of like fairy dust kind of uh stylings that's going on over the top yeah of it. it's got a rap for no reason
1: uh it's Perfect. for a very good reason i would argue
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> i also like i don't know like it's strange to me that they've gone with the sort of the repeated words because it it sounds like you know when you're, if you're trying to like sing a song like you're just singing a song in the shower and it's uh i don't know like evanescence wake me up inside and you sing like all the parts and it just like it doesn't actually work when yeah. you're singing it in front of people if that makes sense yeah it's like that like you're, where there's like, you're
1: gonna do that for karaoke you're not gonna go wake me up wake me up exactly it's i can't wake up yeah. Give it seven, give it. like yeah, yeah
0: i <laughs> yeah there's three of them i mean someone else could have done like did, promises but... promises like yeah i mean yeah you nailed yeah. it but i mean uh you know with with those repeated words like someone else could have done that little echo thing but they um like E17, that's Stay Another Day. Stay yeah. another, stay another. Be like, it'd be like them on the stage, just going, Stay another, stay another, stay another.
1: <laughs> I like that effect. Um, But I think yeah. the song is perfect as it is. I, I would say that it is a perfect okay. song with no problems whatsoever.
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I will move on. I have no more thoughts. <laughs> uh, song eight is a cover. So you've gone for Train in Vain by Annie Lennox.
1: Yeah, had you heard this?
0: I hadn't know this was this was an education for me
1: nice i love that <laughs> she has a whole album called medusa it's all covers this is for sure the best one on the album but she has a lot right. of good ones on there she has like a neil young cover she has an al green cover um but this is my favorite because it's like okay you hear the song train and invade by the clash and you're like okay like this like this works as it is Right. And it's very just like, ding, 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 ding thing, thing. And very fast, and like kind of upbeat. Annie slows it down. She gives us yeah. soul. She gives us gospel choir. She gives yeah. us, stand by me, no way, stand by me, no, not at all. And then by the end of the song, she's screaming, yeah. uh, which we absolutely adore. Um, I just like, I didn't know that this was a cover when I first heard it. Um, because this is like my mom, one of my mom's albums that she would like play in the car um, uh-huh. as like, you know, just an easy listening moment. And right. the first time I heard this song, I was like, again, like, please again. And she was like, okay. And then later in life, I heard the songs uh, Train in Vain by The Clash in a movie or something. And I was like, wait a second. I know that song. That's yeah. Annie Lennox's song. And then I found <laughs> out they were the original. I was like, right. oh,
0: interesting. Yeah 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 as we said like that's that's the ideal kind of cover is where it like completely makes it her own but it's i think it's much better than the clash it's right yeah like everything about the what she does with it just lends itself to that song much better than what they did which is a weird thing to say about an artist's work but yeah i yeah it's insanely good look at
1: that part where it's like uh you must explain why this must be, and then you hear them go, Ooh! like that!" Yeah. Like they didn't have that in the Clash one, did they? No, no. no. Like, come on! It's like <laughs> just the layers that that song has when Annie yeah. does it. Ugh, so good.
0: Yeah, no, it's great. Um,
1: I wonder how the Clash feel about it.
0: Yeah, it'd be interesting to know, actually probably annoyed done a slightly better
1: or maybe honored and like wow like we really didn't do that song justice that we wrote <laughs> I don't know
0: who knows maybe. maybe song nine then is a song that you would sing at karaoke so you've gone for I try by Macy Gray
1: yeah that is my go-to karaoke song I think it is a crowd pleaser mm. um everyone in at least my generation remembers that song like in right. you know especially like Americans like you know And and I'm a, I love karaoke. It's like one of my favorite sports. Um, And I definitely like, you know, am a singer. So like, I like to show up at karaoke and like do a good job. And some people that's like annoying for them, but for other people, for mostly gay people are like into it because gay people go to karaoke to have a fucking experience, like a spiritual experience. So I mean, yeah it's between for me like depending on the room that I go into like if it's like queer like you know lesbians and like non-binary and trans people at the room I'll give them this song and if it's like gay bar um with like mostly like gay men I'll give them like a Whitney or a Celine moment like I'll give them like a it's all coming back to me now and actually sing the fuck out of the song and okay you know, have a great time doing it too yeah
0: yeah Sometimes I'll give
1: them a don't rate on my parade just because. Okay. Glee version. And I'm proud to say that. I'm proud okay. to say that I do do the Glee version.
0: Excellent. I love that you call karaoke a sport. By the way, that's uh, that's a competitive edge that I've not um, not seen much. Um, it's funny, there's actually, there's someone else on the show, um, Michelle Breeze here, who's another comic out of Australia, um, who... Also said that when she goes to karaoke, she sh- like she shows up and she sings the fuck out of a song. And she went for, uh, coming back to me by um, uh, Celine Dion, which is, oh uh, yeah, yeah, um,
1: especially with the resurgence of it on TikTok. I think TikTok is hilarious because it's making songs that we all know. Right. uh new for the kids The like gen z yeah, kids sure. who are like oh my god what is this song <laughs> and it's like that song's been around since before you were born uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> makes me feel very old and special yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah um yeah but, but i mean as someone who's not massively into karaoke i do still much prefer when people actually sing a song Right, I could it. get
1: up there and be like, if you want to be my lover and like yeah. give them a Spice Girls moment, but I don't want to yes. do that. I want to give them, I want to impress. I want yeah. people to come up to me after and say, wow, you can really sing. Yeah, do yeah. you do that professionally? And then I go, sometimes. And then they're like, wow, that's really cool. You should be on Broadway. And then I go, thank you. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> you got it all thought. I right? love it. Um yeah there's nothing worse than someone just standing on stage just like like playing Toning it, to it cool for school it just yeah
1: barely getting the words oh. or the rhythm right i, I i'm here because walk me. out. i literally have to walk out when somebody's like not on beat it kind of is aggressively <laughs> like uh triggering to me um rather than just like standing in the back going like there were nights of endless pleasure. It was more than all your love. Like, trying to, like, coach them through it. Like, they didn't ask for that. They didn't need my opinion. So, I'm just going to, like, I'm, like, I'm going to go outside and have a cigarette. Um.
0: <laughs> just standing like, back to the cue cards. Just <laughs>
1: yeah. Conducting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Um, all right. Song 10, then a song that reminds you of a specific place. So, your song is Chikatita by Abba.
1: Yes. And again, this is another one that I was like, I could put this in so many different categories, but this Mm. one specifically reminds me of my Lolo and Lola's house in Hoffman Estates, Illinois. Um, My grandparents on my mother's side are from the Philippines and the name we call them is Lolo and Lola.
0: Um,
1: And we're a big ABBA family. I think a lot of Filipinos are big ABBA families, but The first time I heard this song was there and I just really fell in love with it. And I was just like, oh, this is so cool. And then of course you get that like, you know, epic chorus. It's like, Abbott's songs have such high stakes, which is like, I think why I like them so much. Like you just feel like the stakes are high for no reason. Um, And it's it's just like, I don't know. The Swedish musicians, like, come on. Robin, Max Miller, like, or Max Martin. Like, Mm. is it Martin or Miller? I don't know um the guy who like produces yeah max martin is the guy who produces like britney and like all the hits you know like ariana britney christina um anyway gotta give it to them the swedes really know what they're doing with music um they just like know how to give serotonin um and i wish it were me um (laughs) but yeah i think there's something about that like that that um piano coming in and like all of and then the like uh the the first time where you get the like tita tell me what's wrong <laughs> doom, doom. like that's yeah. like oh god also yep. reminds me like maybe my lola's around the corner uh <laughs>
0: <laughs> um... So did they they play it in the house then or what was the...
1: Yeah, so we had karaoke parties and that was like one of the ones my mom and her five sisters uh, would definitely all like hop on board with this one. And it was like an all skate for them and belting like a bunch of like hot Filipinos like just like belting Chiquitita. It's like very feminine energy. And then you see it again in Mamma Mia, the movie and you're like, oh, it comes at the perfect time. And it's like of course you get Christine Moransky singing it which is like anything she does is gold. (laughs)
0: <laughs> all right sweet um all right then song 11 is a song that reminds you of a specific person so you go going for light my candle from rent
1: yes this one reminds me of my sister um again big music family big musical theater family um rent in specific just reminds me of my sister but this song in particular because when we were little we made a video of us reenacting it <laughs>
0: oh wow okay
1: <laughs> and i played mimi and she played roger and like we have like a fake candle that we're like you know we have props like we're just like wow. it's a really shitty like quality video because we were recording on a dumb camera that was like this big yeah. um and just like propped it up in like on the staircase while we like reenacted the video and i'm yeah. like you know 10 years old going they say that i have the best ass <laughs> um yeah but that, that, this song just really reminds me of her
0: wow okay and I
1: asked her actually I asked her what song reminds me of me and she said a different musical theater song from a show called Sideshow um the song's called I Will Never Leave You um maybe it could be like a second place like addendum to the list uh (laughs) but it's called I Will Never Leave You it's from a show called Sideshow and the the play is about a sideshow it's like these two Siamese twins who um are conjoined at the shoulder okay and the song is called I will never leave you obviously because they're (laughs) conjoined but it's it's very sweet and and it's another one of me and my sister's classic uh duets we are not twins but uh in spirit I think we are
0: (laughs) right okay got that connection yeah okay cool excellent what I like about these playlists um when I'm listening to them is the sort of rise and fall um because Mm -hmm. like obviously the categories are sort of like chopped up so you get like all over the place yeah so when you listen to it it just like yeah you get um mad songs running into each other um this probably is one of my favorite connections which is the ending of like my candle which is obviously like hopelessly romantic and flirtatious and then we move on to song 12 a song that motivates you which is 212
1: (laughs) 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 yes oh my god that is so funny yes okay yes um I don't think this one needs much explanation like that yeah. beat and then yeah. that like you know the like the calm before the storm is like ayo mm. i heard you riding with the same tall tall tail into the
0: what you gonna do when i am
1: there like that yeah. yeah this song reminds me of college when i was in my bad girl phase and i was like you know um Dating a girl for the first time, like actually dating somebody and being like, you know, at a Rager and having this song come on in the background and everyone bouncing yeah. and knowing the exact lyrics and, you know, yeah. some people saying the wrong words that they shouldn't be saying.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> right.
1: But like, yeah, this song really always gets me into the mood. It is on my weightlifting playlist. Um, yeah. It is maybe the second song on my weightlifting playlist after yeah. my like warm up number, which is Hit 'em Up Style by Blue Cantrell. Um, yeah which do you know that one
0: i don't actually know
1: it's like um hey ladies get gonna go back and hit them up style <laughs> oh nice like okay. very much from the no more baby i'm a do right era um right yeah yeah <laughs> anyway okay. yeah this song but i love that end of light my candle into two one two by yeah that's funny that's real yeah. funny good job yeah. riv
0: yeah <laughs> yeah um i'm really glad that you picked this song because i um i have like a i'm i'm putting together a list of like the sort of the i don't know gym bangers like just like the sort of the the, the high energy songs um that we've had from from this show and i absolutely love this song for that like i yeah it's it's it always so in good? my gym rotation it's so good it's so I high i think- like, yeah
1: the line "What's your dick like, homie? What are you like? What? Like, what's your dick the, like, homie? What are you into?" Yeah, like yeah. that is I that is like so- that is songwriting genius, and like yeah, cut the warm goo in your do rag too, son. Like who the fuck? Like yeah, <laughs> Azalea Banks is like highly problematic for a lot of reasons, but this song will forever be in my heart, forever yeah. and ever.
0: Yeah, it's a great song. The great yeah. song. All right. Song 13, then a song that someone introduced you to. So you're going for Smoke by Luke Levinson and Yebba.
1: Yeah, Yebba is amazing. If you haven't listened to much of her solo stuff, like highly recommend there are a handful of Yabba songs that I was gonna put on this list, and then I was just like, let me pick this one because it actually was the introduction for me to Yebba. Okay. Um so it's a dark and stormy night in Chicago, Illinois, and I'm dating a man who um simply had a mattress on the floor with like a giant leather pillow. And that was his bed. No head, no bed frame, no headboard. um, No other pillows and a blanket. And he also had this like monkey doll that he was like obsessed with. That's name was (laughs) booby in the corner of his room. That was like kind of always watching us.
0: Okay, Um,
1: And he was like a extremely toxic person, but he um, introduced me to this song and I don't know why I think it was just I I mean I'm a singer and and he thought I would like it and I did and like just this was the first time I'd heard Yeba sing and her riffs in this song are just so out of this world Mm. and I think it was like early early Yeba before like her album it was mostly just like her singles that I you know after this I'd yeah (sighs) god and just like the the lyrics too like and that just the and I found myself watching my yeah. Like you just get these like jarring, like and then you find out she's white and you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, yeah, I just I love it. I love it so much.
0: Yeah. So it thank was- you
1: to thank you to Name redacted for <laughs> introducing <laughs> me to this song I haven't talked to this person for mental health reasons for uh, exactly. a little over five years, but I, I always you know send him a little gratitude for introducing me to Yeba
0: right okay fair enough um yeah so like this 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 must have been early for her because she was known as Abby Smith in this in this song so she wasn't wasn't even Yeba yet um but yeah what a voice. And this, what a voice! This is, this is my the the first time I've heard it, but um this is one of those songs. And I talk about this quite a lot, but like there are songs like this where they have high potential to be incredibly boring. Yeah. Right. Um, and like obviously he's good, and I like the song, but she's just a scene stealer. Like every like every time she is singing on this song, I am totally transfixed. She's yeah. incredible.
1: You have to hear her cover of how deep is your love with P j Morton It's a okay. live video and and okay. she's just effortlessly amazing as always in this and that and then also by her distance um, that is like me and my girlfriend's like song <laughs> um, okay. and then also by her evergreen, which is okay. another one of my songs with my partner um, okay. but yeah those are those are my Yeba recommendations
0: okay. Happy days. We'll make a note um song fourteen then a song you wouldn't expect to like, so you've gone for so much better from legally blonde
1: <laughs> yeah, legally blonde is uh secretly my favorite musical um and wow. when I say secretly, I mean everybody knows now um but yeah. it's it's like you see me and know who I am, and you wouldn't expect legally blonde to be my favorite musical um okay. but it is, and uh th- when I first heard this song, I was like huh. And it wasn't like it grew on me. It was like an instant, like, Oh God, this will be in my book immediately for auditions. Um, just like, and, and for legally blonde, it's like so intense and like, so like, amped. this is another like energy building song for me, but it definitely has a close start. Um, there is a video of me on YouTube performing this song at a show in Chicago. Um, with a pianist named Brandon Lapkin, who I met the day of the performance. And I was like, do you know this song? And he was like, no, but I'll figure it out. He's a jazz pianist. So he like wow. really like, you know, he, he put some jazz chords in there that aren't in the score that I was like, very appreciative of. Cause it actually nice. worked for the way I am. Um, but yeah, just the, the the whole song is just like the, the bridge. I mean, I'm a bridge girl, like a bridge of a song is like what usually is the thing that I remember from it. Right. Um, because it's that moment of an emotional shift for the singer and for the audience you know yeah. um and there's always like a but maybe like you know and then yes. this one it's that like you know going from the like you know she's like already egging him on she's already amped about like getting on the list and then we get a maybe she's what you prefer maybe <laughs> like it, yes. it's just so good and the rhythmic shifts and all of it and the key changes it's like this song walks so love on top by Beyonce could run
0: mm. <laughs> that's big i like it my okay, opinions well. are
1: my own take what you like and leave the rest <laughs>
0: <laughs> unapologetic fair enough uh all right song 15 and a song you think everyone should listen to so you've gone for find someone like you by snow allegra
1: yes um i think this is like a another one of my like instant serotonin like feel good songs right. i like to listen to this song and think about my higher power like my understanding of god or the spirit of the universe and you know i've been waiting my whole life to find somebody like the understanding of the higher power that i have now Um, and i think a lot of love songs can be listened to that way um whether it's from the point the point of view of that God presence to you singing to you or me singing that to my higher power. And, you know, I had a period of of celibacy um, (laughs) during the pandemic in which I was like, you know, actively just trying to like, you know, really sit down and figure out what I wanted. And, Mm. you know, in that period of, of, you know, staying away from dating and, you know, trying not to um, numb out with people. I really did like get closer to myself and, and learn like what it is to really love myself. And it's allowed me to like have a couple of great relationships in the, you know, in the hereafter. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Perfect.
1: Yeah. But this song is, is such a, it's a very good, feel good. Yummy song. I think all of Snow Legres music is, is very yummy. Um, she's just got like a really sensual, Way about her and
0: yeah, it's,
1: it's very delicious.
0: Yeah, yeah. So like I um, so I listen to listen to the playlists as many times as I can basically before doing this. And this is like I, I like usually when I listen to music, I'm doing something like I'm doing the dishes or I'm doing something like it's like in the background. This is one of those songs that just pulls me out every single time it comes on, and I just have to sit in it. It is. Beautiful. Oh, I'm so glad you side. like
1: it. Yeah, it's my good. um one of my I so one of my little side jobs is that I work at a, a gym
0: right. and
1: I, you know, do front desk and clean towels. It's great. Um, pretty easy work <laughs> but my boss um, one of the assistant managers he just got married and and he's so sweet like he's such a love bug he took his wife's last name which is I think the coolest thing that you could ever do yeah um, she also just has a cooler last name than him Um, but <laughs> uh, he put on his wedding playlist and this mm. song was like number two on the list and I was just like oh nice. my god like people yeah yes like i'm glad that people know this song you know and i think yeah. if you don't know it is it is one that you should know
0: yeah absolutely no it's a, it's yeah. a really really beautiful song no, i loved it
1: thank you i'm glad you well it's not my song but uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes. no
0: i got the introduction though. that's good yeah, um, well, you're
1: welcome is i guess what i meant
0: thank you thank you um all righty well that's a, a lovely note to end on so uh do you have anything that you want to Plug or promote or, or shine Act.
1: Yeah. Um I have a movie coming out uh sometime in 2022. Uh okay. it's called Onyx the Fortuitous and the Talisman of Souls. And you can follow my Instagram at Rivka Reyes, or it's at Rivka.reyes, but um uh for updates on that. And uh the director of the film, Andrew Bowser. Um, We'll be posting updates as well. Um, And his Instagram is Andrew Bowser Director. You should also give Onyx, the fortuitous, um, a follow on TikTok. He's just a wild and crazy character from the twisted mind of Andrew Bowser. And um, yeah, I'm I'm just very stoked about that project. It's a horror movie, um, but it's like scary, like how Scooby-Doo is scary. So it's like more funny and goofy. Um, okay. And I'm just really proud of the work that we did on it um, in such such a short time. And Perfect. then, um, if you're in the Los Angeles area, I'll be performing in A Wicked Soul in Cherry Hill, uh, which is showing at the Geffen Playhouse. It's a musical, and it's a brand new work. We're just like developing it, kind of on our feet right now, and right. it's a it's a pretty dope show. So I hope you come see it.
0: Perfect. All right. Thanks so much.
1: Thank
0: you. And that is it for episode 24 of Mixed Tape and Identity. Thank you so much for listening. Well worth checking out Riv on social media, uh, On excellent on Twitter, excellent on Instagram, and just loads of stuff coming up in the pipeline. So yeah, uh, always worth a follow. Um, if you like this show and you want to support it we do have a coffee link set up so you can buy me a coffee there's no monthly obligation or anything like that you can just do it for whatever episode you like and uh, you can find that in the link tree and that would be appreciated if that's not possible absolutely fine you can support us in different ways uh drop us a follow on the social media uh let me know the episodes that you liked or the songs that you're getting into um give us a review say nice things all that good stuff and all the support's been appreciated and i've, I've really felt the love since coming back so i really do appreciate that i will be back next week we have another episode lined up for next week and i'm very excited about it so uh, i'll catch up with you then um but until then look after yourselves i will to see you soon